welcome back to my show it's been a long time since my last episode i'm so sorry for that i was really busy with my own things but anyways nonetheless i've come back with a brand new episode for you all this episode is really important because this episode has a very big topic now the topic which i'm going to be talking to you about is really interesting and not many people know about it so sit tight hang tight and yeah let's start and learn something new okay now some of you may have heard of this some of you may have not but today we're going to be talking about purple prose now if you would have heard of it you would know that purple prose is the thing that makes your writing very chunky it uses a lot of like adjectives i mean of course adjectives are really good but it overemphasizes or like overloads your work with a lot of clutter now sometimes purple prose in short quantities small quantities would be good but too much would make it too full now a more proper definition of purple prose is that it shows it shows descriptive parts of your story and as i said earlier overemphasizes what you're trying to say if you find a passage or a part in your own um type of writing it shows it draws attention to your extravagant vocabulary now some examples i could give you of purple prose is um just saying like let's say you want to say um that it was sunny outside now instead of just saying it was sunny outside you say uh now okay before i continue with this i just want to let you know do not confuse this with imagery imagery and purple prose are completely different things and the fact thing with um purple prose is that it's over exaggerated and over complicated which is why people try to avoid it so let's say you're trying to say it's sunny again so instead of just saying i took a beautiful bright sunny morning and jerry was going to school on a monday morning instead of saying that you'd be like it was a sunny bright early morning with birds were fluttering and crows were cawing and um the sun was glimmering in the sunset with extravagant um vibrant colors flowing everywhere um the clouds whooshed by and the the clouds looked fluffier than angels on a sunday morning something like that now of course this as you can already say this is just an example and it's pretty clunky as you can already see there's a lot of things which you don't need to say because you've already said it's a sunny morning now of course show not tell is also another thing we have talked about i believe so that is also where you just show and not tell so that's another thing again that's another thing actually you should not get confused with which means that do not get this confused because show not tell is an 
very important thing in writing. In writing, you really need to show and not tell so that your reader can imagine what you're writing. Purple prose is basically just clunking up your writing and I would suggest not using it too much since you do not want your writing to become too clunky. Now, the main reasons that you should avoid purple prose at all costs, of course there's no compulsion, it's up to you really, is because it distracts from what you're trying to say. Since you write so much, so elaborate words or clunky sentence structures, it takes away from what you're reading. Let's say I am reading a book about um, Jerry. Okay, this is I'm talking about Jerry because that's the example I gave earlier. So let's just continue from that. Let's say Jerry. The story is about Jerry who's going to school and is learning to make new friends. Okay, and you're just talking about the environment. Basically, not enough about Jerry. Jerry is just like on the side, and you're just focusing on setting. Now, of course, setting is a mean and good part to include in your writing but it should not be your entire focus your focus should be on each and every element of your story and should be equally divided up because with just the setting if there are no characters there is no story so now of course sometimes in some characters are non-living things like talking tables and talking chairs or stuff like that but they're still characters because they can talk and have feelings of their own because they've been fictionalized and made that way. So in that sense, purple prose just distracts from what you're trying to say. Another thing is that having writing with overcomplicated words just makes it complicated for your reader, especially if your reader is young. Because the last thing you want your reader to do is not read your story or your book just because their words are too complicated and they have to open a dictionary. Now in my personal experience, when I open a dictionary or search up the word online, I lose track of what I'm reading or better yet, or worse yet, I do not continue reading because on one page there's a lot of big words or complicated words which I've never even heard of. They sound like SAT words or something like that, right? Now in that sense, you should never, in fact, even for grown-ups, adults, teenagers, kids, obviously, but they all feel, according to me at least, that you should not clunk your work. I know I'm saying the word clunk a lot, but over here, this is a good word to use because that's exactly what Purple Prose really is doing to your writing. It's clunking it and making it a big pile of words which no one can understand unless of course they're SAT student which I don't think many readers are I may be wrong actually but yes um so that's one thing um the last and final thing would be that these fancy words that many people who use purple prose is that they are more effective when being used like a little bit now too much too many fancy words will also get your reader annoyed and irritated but what you write in because they do not want to open a dictionary every single time they read a page they want to just sit and read your story so another thing again so basically the final point is that just try to avoid purple prose if possible and if you're using it use it 
like sparingly which means just use it a little bit here and there not too much because too much is just gonna make your work very very messy and it just would be hard for your reader to read now some tips on how you can avoid doing this now the things i told you earlier these are just like why you should not be using this mainly but these are the adjectives number one try using like online resources to find synonyms to your words so that you do not have to like create like a whole elaborate thing just to say that it was sunny so ways to say sunny could be actually let me give you a different example for raining it is pittering and pattering that's a child way childish way to say it was raining or you could say um there was okay let's say to storm there was a storm outside you could say the clouds turned gray and the um clouds thundered with a loud deafening noise ringing in peter's ears something like that that way you can know it's thun- there's thunder going on and that the character who's peter is going to lose hearing probably by the end of the storm because of the ringing now of course in real life again this is just a fictionalized example it is a fiction story and obviously most of the time when the thunder hap- when the thunder effect happens no one loses the hearing unless of course they're totally near the thunderbolt so that's one thing i would say second thing is just think about what you want to show through your writing do you want to show that you are powerful as a writer or do you want to show that you have a beautiful kind of structure which you want to show so anyways that's all i would like to say and i hope you loved this episode as much as i did talking about this um topic and i hope you learned something new and i'll be bringing up more um um topics like this and let me know if you have any suggestions for any future topics or any authors and illustrators or anyone you want me to interview in the future episodes to do so you can go to my anchor page which is anchor.fm slash anika674 i repeat anchor.fm slash anika674 and go to the top right corner and you'll find my voice message box when you click on that you'll have to create an account with anchor and then you can send me a voice message if you prefer not to do so you can go to apple podcast or your um listening stream page and go to the comment section and comment what you want me to do next um so now i hope you all enjoyed and i hope you all have a great day thank you everyone and i'll be putting up new episodes every sunday thank you so much